Hey, baby. Hey, baby. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Baby Baseball. This is Tyler Hall. And this is Clayton and Broda. And welcome to Baby Holiday Baseball. Baseball. Holiday Baby. Baby. We're we're getting kicked off into the new year. Um, Welcome back. I hope you guys missed us. Yeah, uh, first uh, first cast of the off season here. We don't need to talk about the playoffs or how the season ended up or anything. Uh, we're we're good. It's over. Yeah, and worst season ever. Worst anyway, season. so it's all good. That was a garbage season. Twenty twenty. See you later. Can't wait to kick you out of there. <laughs> Not that twenty twenty one's looking super exciting for the A's. Um, we just got done with the old rule of five. Um, you know, I actually I haven't looked too much history into the Rule Five. Why did they call it the Rule Five Draft? I'm not, I know how it works. I don't know how they got came up with Rule Five. I'm assuming there's some rule book or clause or something, and this was like the fifth rule. I'm assuming. I wonder what the what. Maybe they tried four other ways and they didn't work. So now it's the fifth the fifth attempt, and they like it. <laughs> the first first couple rules were actually really shitty. It was like. Yeah for anybody for any reason at any time it does not mean the free agents you could just do anybody rule five might be the only rule rob manfred hasn't changed yet <laughs> dude uh, he well, don't give him any ideas hopefully he well maybe he should listen to our podcast <laughs> i don't think you'd like us very much uh Probably not. feelings mutual robbie boy uh well anyway it's kind of an odd time of year but it's uh but it's it's uh uh, A's got number 18 pick. I, I guess I'll start off. I, 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 thankfully, A's haven't lost anybody through Rule 5. They are looking, they, you know, there's a possibility of losing Semyon or Hendricks uh, uh, yet today. But um, who they ended up gaining, actually, was Danny Jimenez. And a lot of Giants fans might remember him as the uh, quick right-handed pitcher. Um, he's got a little bit of control that uh, hopefully he can work on when he comes through to uh, Oakland. But uh um, it'll be nice to have a friendly face around the bay, and then they also picked up Brett Groves over on from the Marlins. I don't know much about Groves; he's done all right in the minors, but uh, other than that, yeah, I think you know most of the pitchers that end up moving teams in Rule Five are some of those guys that usually they have good stuff, but they have control issues, and that's why they're eligible to be picked up. And maybe a change of scenery will do them some good. Uh, that leads uh, the the Giants picked up a right-handed pitcher from the Mets. Uh, Daniel, Daniel uh, Nunez uh, did some research on him. Apparently, he's a pretty uh, powerful arm, but again, uh, you know, having some uh, had a little disconnect there. Had uh, some control issues, uh, but if he can put it all together, he had a pretty good uh, strikeout ratio. But the walks were up there too, so hopefully uh, that will uh, correct itself here in the Bay. Then we also, in the uh, minor league phase, the AAA phase, we picked up uh, Vince Fernandez, an outfielder from the Rockies, and Ronnie Williams, a, uh, a reliever, a right-handed pitcher for the Cardinals. So welcome those guys. They, uh, the Giants did lose one. They lost uh, Jalen Miller, a second baseman, that was picked up by the Braves. And uh, 
Also, the, the Dodgers lost eight minor leaguers in the Rule 5 draft, so you love to see it. Uh, hopefully that'll ding into their farm <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I, hope they're, I hope they're not just making room to buy somebody that, that we're afraid of them buying. Um, that, that leads me to, uh, yeah, the fear that uh, it's still up in the air about Semyon. You don't know if he's going to go or leave, um, but that's that's one of the looks is that, you know, maybe Dodgers will pick him up and try to make him into the player that the A's uh, have struggled to make him. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see how it all shakes out. It'll be interesting because, you know, these guys are uh, – at least uh, Nunez and Jimenez are guaranteed a spot on the 20 – I'm assuming it'll be 26-man roster uh, in 2021. So, uh, you know, otherwise they'll get returned to their previous teams as an option. So we'll, we'll see how they uh, do in their new uh, – new scene hopefully for both uh both of those guys they settle in here in the the bay yeah Um, absolutely absolutely yeah i mean it's been uh at least on the giants it's been a semi-active uh early off season here they uh lost a couple notable guys uh to waivers uh aramis garcia got picked up by the rangers and chris shaw just never seemed to get a fit or find his groove with the Giants. He got picked up by Baltimore, so at least he gets to keep the color scheme going. Um, still be able to rock his black and orange gear. Uh, then... <laughs> they have this weird connection with the Orioles. I don't know what it is. I'm seeing more Orioles. I don't know. Is it, do people just migrate directly from Baltimore? Well, I mean, a friend of the program, of... Hal. Hal's a big uh, O's fan. Hal is. Yeah, absolutely. Matches his beard. Maybe just they just have a huge, diversely wide fan base. Nobody actually lives in Baltimore. <laughs> Nor should they want to. I've seen The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they watch the... <laughs> Like, man, I love that team, but gosh. Yeah. Uh, stay in Gettysburg or wherever the heck they actually live. Um, let's see. And then, uh, let's see, the Giants non-tendered some guys. Uh, some I was kind of surprised to see, and then they – kept a, uh, one or two guys I was kind of surprised they kept. They had non-tender Tyler Anderson, Daniel Robertson, who I thought was a nice, uh, you know, utility piece for them. They let uh, let walk uh, Melvin Adon and Rico Garcia and Chadwick Trump, who they re- uh, just re-signed the other day to a major league deal, which is kind of interesting. Makes me think that uh, they signed him to a major league deal. So I assume they're planning on doing Buster and him and giving Joey Bart a bunch of time down in AAA to – get some reps and uh, and figure some things out. Uh, but then to avoid arbitration, they decided to tender contracts to uh, Darren Ruff, Austin Slater, Wandy Peralta, Alex Dickerson. Got, love to see the dick back in the Bay. Uh, <laughs> Jarlin Garcia and somehow Trevor Gott. You know, find someone who believes in you the way Gabe Kapler believes in Trevor Gott. Um, and so- Wow, what a what an emotional roller coaster that must be! Yeah, oh god. <laughs> is, is it a roller coaster if it just drops the whole time? It's like the tower, tower of terror. <laughs> like why are you? Um, I don't. You know the yeah. That's that's true. That I mean, other than it's funny, you guys had relievers, uh, kind of like just relievers. You kind of seem terrified to put in, and A's had great relievers, but a lot of starters we were terrified to put in, and I mean. I'm having a hard time seeing, you know, uh, uh, fires or somebody walk up uh, next year. I, I was kind of looking at the lineup. You know, of course, we'll 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 easily see Chris Bassett next, and Montes is going to have to show that he can last more than a couple innings next year. Just 
quickly talk about our pitching rotation over here. Um, sorry, I've got to jump in a little bit beyond the, the where we were, but um, the uh, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see our uh, pitching rotation pick up something um, for the starters. Uh, but hopefully, uh, that uh, Danny Jimenez is going to be our um, recovery guy there. Anyway, sorry, we were uh, going back into minor league. Um, who, who did the so A's cut? Uh, unfortunately, the the Bellwatt the Belloit. I've never been there. Beloit Snappers. They have a pretty cool hat. Uh, and they're Vermont Lake monsters. So sorry, Bernie Sanders won't be throwing out any first pitches next year. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, uh, the the Giants lost uh, the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes and the Augusta Green Jackets. And uh, Clay and I were talking earlier how it's kind of funny. I mean, their their mascot was a green bee, like a yellow jacket. But obviously, a green jacket means something else in another sport in Augusta. So uh, we're kind of thinking, trying to think of some other uh, dual meaning teams. So if you think of any, whether they exist or one you think would be good, uh, hit us up on on the Twitters. Looking for a good, yeah, good double entendre. If you got yeah. it. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, we we were just we were also talking about speaking of minor league teams. The my hometown, Missoula Osprey. For all those Missoula Osprey fans out there, uh, they they've got put on the chopping block this year as well as the Billings Mustangs so unfortunately the homeboys back in Montana won't be able to watch any local sports games this year which is really unfortunate um you know one of 40 teams and a lot of these you know mid uh, mountain west and middle of the country teams um they're just they're not gonna even though their states are opened up they're not gonna be able to see any baseball anyway um but that's a that's that's your move your move MLB yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, I would say, uh, Missoula Osprey, I was talking a little about this last year, uh, Missoula Osprey just changed their name to the Missoula Paddleheads, which I would argue is, should go down as worst baseball team name in history. I don't know if someone's got a better one or, you know, I guess uh, other than the worst than the Los Angeles uh, Dodgers and, and the Braves win. Well, the name doesn't isn't bad, but I mean, just you know, as an organization, I can see. Yeah. Um, the the name not a <laughs> terrible name. I mean, what are they dodging though? That's a good yeah. question. Questions. Yeah, for a while it was championships. <laughs> um, that was. <laughs> we'll get back to it. We have a little minor league topic at the end um, that we can kind of circle back to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so kind of looking ahead to the Giants' off season. Uh, you know, they still back to kind of the, the avoided arbitration. They still need to settle up with a Donovan Solano. I don't want to see Donnie Barrels go anywhere. So I'm sure they'll work something out with him and Reyes Maranta, uh, who missed all last year. Hopefully he can bounce back strong. Uh, Farhan has made a couple other uh, major league signings besides Trump. He picked up uh, Jason Vossler, an infielder from the Padres, to a major league deal. I think he can kind of play everywhere. I think his listed position is third base but i think you can kind of sprinkle around anywhere and then uh the other day they signed uh matt w- uh, whistler from the twins who was kind of a surprise non-tender he had a great year last year for the for the twins uh era just over one uh over 12 strikeouts per nine they got him for a cool 1.15 mil so uh you know that's a nice piece that that's one of the main positions they've been looking to sure up this uh off season is uh some right-handed pitching, uh, some starting pitchers, and some left-handed bats. Um, 
they did lose Drew Smiley to the Braves. Uh, they picked uh, uh, Kevin Gosman, uh, accepted the qualifying offer. So we'll have him for almost $19 million this year. But um, looking at some of those positions, I mentioned that they're looking to fill some other non-tendered guys who might fit, uh, you know, Archie Bradley, although uh, Whistler might make him uh, unnecessary. Schwarber and Dahl are both left-handed bats. Maybe they'll pick up one of those guys. Um then some other starters, they've been linked to uh, John Lester and Jake Odorizzi, which would just be fun to say all the time, one every, once every five days. So maybe they'll <laughs> uh, pick up him. And then there was some uh, talk of them being interested in uh, Marcelo Zuna, but I think the uh, they're saying that the NL should plan on not, no DH this year. So I think that kind of limits his uh, uh, appeal to the Giants. And I also think that's part of the reason why they need to kind of plan ahead and let teams know when – the DH will be universal, like a, at least a couple years in advance. Cause you know, if, if maybe the giants, if they, if baseball would say, you know, no DH in 21, but plan on it for 22 and beyond, maybe you suffer through a, a year with Ozuna in left field. So you can have them for the four or five years after that at DH. But since it's no, you know, no official ruling in sight kind of puts the NL teams, you know, at a kind of a disadvantage to, be able to plan ahead when they don't know when the rules will change on them. And the American league knows they're going to have the same rules no matter what, all the way through. Um, but yeah, you know, there's been a lot of rumors that Farhan's going to be one of the more active, uh, you know, guys this offseason. the giants will be pretty active because they have a bunch of big money coming off the books next year. So they can kind of start loading up now. And they've got some young guys on the farm that are exciting. That'll be up in a couple of years. So, you know, let, let's see what the swindle God can do. Trust in the Farhan. Trust in the Farhan. Absolutely. Well, there's not a lot of faith over here on this side of the bay with uh, with our management, um, but I think they've made some nice moves that kind of turned around the last year. So uh, just to join David Forrest and seeing what, what kind of sh- uh, shifty stuff that he says and then seeing what he actually ends up doing. Uh, free agency up here, uh, we've got Grossman. Um, I'd really like to see Robbie Grossman back in the outfield. I think he's an integral role. Um, he uh, is consistent. He's not as uh, hot as you would like him to be always, but he always seems to be the guy who gets a hit when everybody else isn't. So I think he's just um, one of those keys to the to the to this team as it is right now. If they're looking to keep things as same as, similar as possible, they're going to need to um, – I think they need to keep Robbie Grossman on the outfield. That said, they're going to – need to make a couple additions and it looks like the people that are going to do that are lewis louis barrera and sky bolt louis barrera made some pretty big uh impacts in the international league a couple of years ago um he's more well known on you know through his minor league circuit and um, doing well in the dominican republic but uh hopefully he can actually come out and, and be a, a solid uh Outfielder as well as Sky Bolt. Um, speaking of awesome names uh, that are hopefully coming into Sky Bolt, um, sounds like a really like superhero. He he does. He sounds like a superhero. And we're also getting another superhero sounding name. Another late addition in the Rule Five is uh, a gentleman by the name of Kai Tom. He comes from Hawaii, but his first name I'm hearing is Blaze. Um, that's as in dodgeball, laser, blaze, laser, blazer. His name is Blaze Kai Tom, which is pretty much the greatest thing you could have, um, or a name you could have. And it's a freaking superhero name, and it's great. Um, 
So hopefully he's there. And then we have Laser. So we could have Laser Loriano, Blaze, Tom. Man, see, this is sounding so great. And if Sen- you need a, you need a white goodman. The thought is they might pick up Didi Gregoria. So, I mean, you could just have all these great names. You'd have the best looking <laughs> team on paper just off name. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We'd have, we'd have Pinder's definitely coming back. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have some of the most attractive faces and names in baseball. Um, and all they need is a shiny new stadium. Well, hopefully, that, if you guys are loading up on uh, the, the dodgeball, we'll, load, we'll get a Peter LaFleur and Patches O'Houlihan over with the Giants. And <laughs> we can have the good old uh, World Series of Dodgeball. Oh man, we should. We we absolutely should. Maybe we need to do a little Bay Bay dodgeball tournament. Well, we'll figure that out. That was something. Um, so Hendricks, everybody knows. So that's the thing. So Semyon, his agent, put him as, as said he's worth hundred mil. I don't think his uh, WRAC is really indicative of that, especially last season. If he if he slumps, he slumps, and the Dodgers pick him up and he goes into a slump. Good, fine. <laughs> Yeah. But if um you know or if, or if the Red Sox pick about you know if, if that's if that's what happens that's you know, it's going to be an but, interesting um, off season with contracts because you know you don't most teams aren't going to buy too much or too little into last year's stats because it was basically a two month season and sometimes guys have like a a slow month or month and a half but they have you know a hundred other games to to build it up if you had a slow I guess what would it have been August. You know, it's hard to bounce back from that and salvage your season stats. And also not knowing what the 2021 season will look like and how if they're going to prorate salaries or not. Like, it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of money gets tossed to some of these free agents. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and this one especially, I mean, some of these, he's kind of back and forth. People say he's going to be the greatest. He's going to be an MVP. And some people say, oh, well, he's getting older. He might he might take a downhill slope. I'd like to see him stay in the Bay for whatever it's worth. Um, but is it worth a hundred million dollars? I don't think it's worth a hundred million. Said whatever it's Absolutely worth. Not. Oh, oh, oh! For yeah, whatever no, my opinions were, my opinions worth about a five sec. Your <laughs> opinion is priceless, Clay. <laughs> Um, so, and then Hendricks. That's who we're gonna see walk away. There's no way we're gonna be able to afford Hendricks. Um, I, I see the White Sox or the Red Sox or the Phillies picking him up. If the White Sox sign him, just don't send Tony LaRusso to pick him up because they'll probably drive home and talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think that's like a mandatory minimum amount to drink in Australia, but I don't know. I, it is in Montana, but um, it's like a rite of passage. I don't know. I'm not endorsing anything. I think it's terrible. <laughs> like, you know, kind of get out of here. Like, they, like they didn't think to- – the way that guy, like, I don't know, the, every interview you see with Taylor is the way, and he hung out in Oakland in the, you know, 89, winning a ring. You know, he just like slowly drove <laughs> everywhere in Oakland, just drunk, just, yeah, we won, see the ring. I own the police here. <laughs> yeah, um, that was, that was one of the more interesting managerial hires in the last few years that I can think of, but bizarre. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, and they're probably going to end up with Listella too. So we'll see where the what happens with the White Sox. So, you know, maybe we'll see him in the World Series. Maybe we'll see him in the playoffs again. That'd be that'd be yeah, pretty I mean, great. Little, little oh yeah, the AC. You know, I think the White Sox are going to be a playoff team for years to come. They just picked up Lance Lynn too. They got so many so many mm-hmm. young guys that 
Well, when people were saying they stole Lance Lynn, you know, from the A's, he's like, weren't going to spend on Lance Lynn. I don't think they were. I don't know how much the White Sox just picked him up for, but I don't think they were. I don't think it was no. in their budget. A's came come in. No, oh, they, they traded for him. But, yeah, I mean, I know he's making a, a little bit more probably than the A's would want to pay anybody. So, yeah, A's are coming in, and I love this. I was looking at just some of the numbers. Uh, Chris Davis next year is at 16.75 mil. Um, you want to talk about I, how – terrible of money to worth ratio i feel like this is but i'm just gonna i'll leave it there uh piscotty comes in at 7.58 so after last season not looking like a great purchase either but you have that and then you've got your lineup that you want to keep you want to keep these guys you think they're going to do good next year the money's on chris davis that he's going to hit 247 so let's just assume that that's what's going to happen next year and piscotty should be playing better than he did this year. He's a great outfielder. Um, he clearly means a lot to this team. Um, and, uh, you know, he just should be over here in these. But um, tough sell after last year. Last year doesn't say a lot, but I, I don't know. It was tough. Uh, Olsen for sure is coming back. They already signed him. Uh, five mil. Diekman's going to be back. We're assuming um, no final sign. Kemp signed at one mil. Um, not, a, not Didn't show off as great, but he got on bag. That, he showed that. Um, kind of the small guy ball, kind of like how Altuve plays. Uh, other, not how Altuve played last year, but you know, just really work the plate. Um, and he, and he, you know, showed that he can be there at second base. He's not the all-star corner, but he's 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 there. He's a solid, you know, infielder. Um, I I personally think Pender showed it off most um, this year. But arbitration, we got you know, Canna, Manea, Bassett, Chapman, Montes, Trevino. They should resign all these guys. Um, and if they were doing all that, they're, they're coming in about 60 million, 8 million more to spend, which is typically around the price range. People were saying they might spend 70 to 72 million this year. It's probably going to be around 68, which makes perfect sense. They're trying to save money. They're we're, as so, always. Yeah. As always. Why not? Why not? <laughs> penny pinching. No one hates, no one hates the penny pincher. No, nobody hates the guy trying to, <laughs> trying to get the deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. You seem pretty down for a guy whose team was in the playoffs last year with a bunch of guys coming back. I think it's just you, you're, they're so close to taking that dip, you know, like it's, I think you lose a couple of these integral roles and they, they got by with the skin of their teeth on quite a few of those games, especially in the playoffs. I mean, that, that White Sox game was really lucky right at the end there. And the fact that the starting pitching rotation wasn't ready for it, um, you know, that's the hope that it will be next year. But you don't have Liam Hendricks to come in every single game and clean up for yeah. you. That's, I mean, he was so, so integral for the A's. Um, and just coming at the end and a lot of their last-minute victories, they owe directly to Liam Hendricks. And whoever gets him is, is a lucky team. I mean, if he plays this hard, because he came out with some freaking, like, like he was the underdog. He came in and threw the ball as hard as he possibly could every time. So, you know, if he, you know, loses his energy or, you know, switches it up, you know, hopefully every playoffs is as fun to play. And the, as they say, the A's hit playhouses. I don't know why it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> every time I how fun. This is such a fun place to be. It's, and I love the Coliseum. I can see why it's fun. It's old school. Maybe maybe you can just do whatever you want. Maybe they just let you like sledgehammer a wall. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just do whatever you want. It's the Coliseum. Buddy. Like sledgehammer a wall and a light standard goes out. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's you how they, no they were just messing around. <laughs> they were just messing around. No one ever, no one ever blamed the athletics. Said, "Hey, I think you guys are cheating." Because uh, I believe Miner <laughs> left, right? Uh, yeah, Miner, Miner was only signed in for. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't know who he got. I don't think he got picked. I up think yet. he did sign somewhere. I'm blanking on where, but you know, I, I bet uh, Mike Fires was pretty bummed about that. Hey, allegedly, allegedly, he's allegedly bummed. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. We lots of uh, moving pieces for both teams, and we'll kind of see what we're looking mm-hmm. like. Hopefully, heading into a, a spring training, uh, that might happen. I, I it's so so crazy what to is, know how everything's going to shake out. Still, nine months into this thing. Isn't NBA already supposed to be playing? In a normal year, yeah, they'd be a month and month and a half into the season, right? Month and a half in. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, really quick have a little fun topic uh, that Clay and I were talking about. Uh, we talked a little bit about minor league teams moving or get you know getting lost and how a lot of it are small towns. Uh, I know Clay and I are both from small towns. He already mentioned he's from Missoula, um, so like. Uh, He's kind of doing a rebranding, and I'm like, uh, so we're doing. If your town had a minor league team, what would you call them, and why? Kind of thing, or you know, what inspires that? So I'm from a small town in the Sierra foothills called Rescue. There is an actual town called Rescue, California. One of their uh, the town slogans is "Where the hell is Rescue, California?" Um, it's so <laughs> small that they don't even deliver the mail there. So if you want to have your mail delivered, you have to like claim another town. So like my parents' house is actually in another town so they can get their mail delivered to them, but the house is actually in rescue. So I figured if, if rescue was going to have a minor league team, uh, if somehow they found space to have a little stadium, uh, I think I'm, I would call them the rescue dogs. Lots, lots of awesome little minor league gimmicky things they could pull. Uh, I know a lot of teams like to have fun with, with themed uniforms. You could do like a different uniform for every dog breed kind of thing. And then uh, they could have a bat dog every game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, I'd like the Las Vegas aviators have, I th- I'm, I'm surprised that the MLB won't let bat dogs on the field. Just seems silly. <laughs> this, this dog, Rob box. Manfred, the people demand bat dogs. <laughs> The Coliseum's perfectly equipped for dogs. There should just be a dog dead. There's so much foul territory, you could just keep them in foul territory so they could just go on the grass. Honestly, I mean, yeah. I think think I should apply for president. I I should apply for Dave Cavall's job. Do it. For the amount of times Dave Cavall's jinxed the A's with assuming, like, every time the bases get loaded, he tweets duck, duck, duck. And and every time the A's have classically failed to get a single run on bases <laughs> it's like, dude, stop tweeting, stop tweeting, duck, duck, duck. You're not helping. You're not helping. Dave, Come on, Dave. Stick to the half price concessions. <laughs> right. Um, and so Clay, if you had to change Missoula from the what are they called, the paddle? The paddleheads. So, any listener out there, if you've ever heard, tell me where the moose are called paddleheads. So apparently they decided, yeah, we're gonna call these the, these guys the paddleheads. That doesn't mean anything. It's not a moose. The Missoula moose would be a great name. It's an alliteration. 
It's got all sorts of things going for it, but no, they decided to change that from the Missoula Osprey to the Missoula Moose because they get it. Marketability, the untapped moose. Paddle the untapped paddlehead market. market. <laughs> People are screaming out to buy these moose, you know, moose apparel, or I don't know, moose logo, if that's it. But apparently the Osprey wasn't cutting it because, you know, Ospreys are so prevalent in popular culture they probably thought they'd just get drowned in the market um you know much like the osprey <laughs> that drowns the fish i don't know what the i don't know what there's an osprey nest at the ballpark in the outfield still even after they changed the name <laughs> like and they changed it to the to the ballads and then they and some i'm laughing because on their website there's some poll that says Voted best cha- name change, best change of name in all of MLB baseball, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Who scammed this? Like, I want to, I want to see you counted those votes. I will ask for an absolute Stop recount. Stop the count. I want to <laughs> see who frauded, who frauded the best name change. The, the Paddleheads owner paid them to write that article. <laughs> That's that wasn't even an award before. <laughs> best name change in baseball." Nobody likes name changes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway. So yeah, I'd say Osprey. That's my magical. Oh, uh, you just bring it back to the Osprey. All right. Yeah, change it back. It's great. It's a yeah, great I mean, bird. The, the Raiders can come and go as they want. The Osprey can come and go, and come back. Yeah. yeah. They'll just come back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The 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 Western Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys. Um. Yeah. I think that kind of wraps us up for today. It's kind of a little preview of the off season, some stuff that's happened so far, some stuff we're looking forward to. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, have another cast here in a few weeks or a month or so after some more movement on the free agent markets happened. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you know, you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you guys all have a happy holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Happy what do you, how do you say happy holidays and, in Brazil, wait, Portuguese. Muito obrigado. Muito obrigado. Muito obrigado, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, and bye, mom. Love you, mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Love you, mom. And as always, uh, thank you to our friend Hurricane Chris. Hey, 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 hey. Happy holidays. Hey, baby. Hey, baby.